Welcome back, everyone, to Serious Census. I'm Tiffany Harding, along with my co-host here, Linda Saunders. And today we are going to talk about how to embrace and channel your sunshine energy. So we all have these wonderful marketing people that we love when we first meet them and they have tons of energy and they're really driving it home. Um, and then as time goes on, you're almost exhausted after spending some time with them. And this happens. And when this does, you know, it really um, can, can get old. And so what Linda and I want to talk about today is how to be a better manager of your people with your sunshine energy, those people who are always positive, and how to make sure that you really positively feed off of them and how you help them stay focused. As someone who is personally a very sunshine person, I have, I've had to, uh, you know, be able to define some strategies that have helped me channel that energy in a positive and effective and productive way. Um, but I've always struggled with some managers who didn't really know how to help me uh, get to that next level or maybe stay focused on the task at hand. Um, because as this high energy person, I am always looking for high energy work. And so when I don't find that, I have a tendency to kind of go off and find it on my own. And that's not always the best, uh, the best solution. So Luke's going to talk with us a little bit about as a leader of someone who uh, has that energy and as an administrator, um, how to channel that. And Linda, take it away for us. Thanks, Tiffany. I love the, the title that you captured on this. Uh, I, I guess I'll look at myself as being somewhat of a hybrid here in the sense that uh, like Tiffany, I, I'm just this um, incredibly positive, radiant type of individual. It doesn't take about, doesn't uh, hold back the realism side of it. And the fact that, uh, you know, that, that you can have a great sense of humor and you can really call a spade a spade. But ultimately, I'm always looking for that silver lining or what we've learned in a process. And what's, what's been interesting is blending and, and creating that thought process um, being a licensed administrator, operating large organizations, multi-facility organizations, and also being the salesperson at heart. Um, I really started to, you know, really do a, a greater deep dive into how um, leaders could really effectively manage, mentor, and help the individuals in the, in the marketing roles, that sunshine person really flourish. Um, because Tiffany's right, it's kind of like when you're dating someone and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, they're amazing. And then after a little while, you're like, oh my gosh, they exhaust me. And I would have these administrators or they'd roll their eyes. Um, and even if the person was getting these fabulous results, they, they were many times misunderstood or I found that they were misunderstood. So in channeling and understanding um, these marketing individuals, um, is really, you know, understanding, you know, what motivates them. And certainly Tiffany put one uh, step out there is, you know, the, these folks are, are very driven. They're highly competitive. And um, to them, the end result, whether it's the sale or, or having that, that, uh, that client, that patient select your organization over perhaps who was originally their first pick. Yes, you know, you garnered that opportunity, that's really great. Or it's the thrill of the hunt type situation too, is they really want someone to listen to them. 
Um, and that's the biggest thing you, you can do as a boss is set some time aside, even if it's every week and it doesn't have to be a lot. So it's kind of like, you know, there, they shouldn't be a high maintenance plant in your yard that you've got to go prune all the time and water and, and, you know, put, put special fertilizer in and all that. It's, it's not that difficult. Don't overcomplicate it. It's just a little bit of time and it's one-on-one -on -one uninterrupted time. So even if again, 15, 20 minutes should do it. They, they want to be able to, to share that story, that journey. You know, if you're a hunter or a fisherman, you don't just like show up the, the show the picture of, of the fish that you got. Usually you're telling them, hey, look, here's the bait I put on it. And I was out in this special spot and I, ca I did a backhanded cast and I was kicking. I mean, you, you, you just paint the picture. They want to be able to do that. They can't do that with other people on your staff because a lot of times the marketing person's misunderstood and there's people on the team that think that they go out and get their nails done during the day or they're out there just having, you know, glamorous lunches. No, really being an, a successful marketer, it's in a wonderfully gratifying, phenomenal job, but it, it, it certainly isn't all uh, glamour and glitz by any means. You know, it is pounding the pavement and, and being exceedingly vigilant. So as a boss, listening to them, allowing them to share the process, allowing them to express their frustrations or roadblocks that are there, which those roadblocks could be team members. Those are gonna be future discussions that we talk about, or it could be opportunities that they are seizing that they wanna talk about because they recognize those are time sensitive and it could be the launching uh, pad or the springboard of some uh, a new product or service or kind of like planting the seeds of something that's really great relationship wise for for um, a partnership that hasn't been cultivated either. So I find that's the the greatest way to manage them. And then also if you feel that they're that they're off course a little bit or their priorities aren't in alignment, then you can you can meld that together again and bring things back to mission or help them to clarify what your expectations are. If you as a leader have not expressed those expectations and been clear about it, then they're just gonna go run it. And, and they're gonna do what they think you want them to do. And that may or may not be accurate. Uh, and so it's really important on that. These folks don't need you telling them, oh, hey, great job all the time. Very few out there that need that. They know when they're doing well. The other thing is, is when they're not hitting the mark, no one is gonna beat themselves up any more than they will to themselves because they are very critical of uh, why certain things may not be the way they are. Or they'll look at the equation on something and figure out, you know, I did everything right. How come my outcome wasn't there? Because it's a human business. And they need to be able to process that and understand that and then be able to move forward. Um, so that's, those are the biggest nuggets I could say initially. We could probably spend a whole hour talking about how to manage them. Those are the, the biggest parts, but recognize, you know, that little bit, I call it that little bit of an investment every week will go a long, long way. Um, those are extremely valuable individuals and they have relationships that are out there. And every time you make a change in a marketing individual, then those relationships have to be rebuilt all over again. And if you've got someone out there that referral sources and, and the community, they, they know and they trust and they are a go-to individual, they are worth the investment to spend this time in. The biggest reason why someone will leave their job in this role is the relationship with their boss. So recognize um, leaders that, uh, that, that you play a pivotal role in their success.
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think too, Linda, it, as on the side of the, uh, you know, high energy sunshine, uh, as an employee, one of, one of the hardest things for me to do to really sit down and focus on was always my data entry. Um, whether that was putting somebody in the system in our CRM, um, updating the CRM, filling out reports, things like that, because that stuff's not fun. And, and you know, we want to work on fun stuff. And um, well, and it's sedentary too. And most individuals yeah. like you, you know, and, and myself too, we want movement. Yeah. And, and sitting down there and having to reflect it, we know it all in our head, but nobody else does. And right. so we have to record it. Yeah. And, and so I think for me, one of the things that was always really helpful for me was to set a schedule of my time in the morning to do, do the things I least like to do first. So, um, you know, not putting them off until the end of the day, because then they just kind of go on the back burner and then I wouldn't do them. And then I come back in on a Tuesday and here I am again with now two days worth of data entry to get in. So, you know, making sure that I do my least favorite things first thing at, during the day had always helped me stay on task and get those things done. So I know that if my reports are coming due, then I focus on those first early in the morning. Um, a lot of times what I would do is work on them off business hours, like in, in the very early morning before I was going to call my prospects or, you know, go out and do my sales calls. I would be focused on the data entry at the 7.30 in the morning um, and just making sure that I get all of that out of the way so that I have the full day to be able to really get out there, build my relationships. And I love that you brought up the fact that people always think that it's like cupcakes and sunshine and rainbows in this world. And I think that it is just in our personalities to make it come off that way. But the thing is, is that it is tiring and it is hard work and it takes someone of that energy level with the capacity to be able to put on your game face, no matter what, you know, if you get a phone call that your grandma just died, you still have your people who are worried about their grandma coming into your facility and you really have to pull yourself together and be able to have that sunshine face on and, and, and be able to really focus on your people. It takes a special personality to do that. And these people are going to be your workhorses. They're going to be the ones who can, who have the energy to be able to uh, um, help you move the needle and help you put um, energy and, and time and uh, behind new initiatives. You know, you've got something new coming up the pipeline and they, and you want to shake things up bring in your marketing and your sales rep because they're likely to have some really good vibes behind it and be able to push it forward. Um, but it really does take that special person to be able to do that. And like you said, build those relationships out in the community. Oftentimes they're incredibly authentic and um, very genuine people. And so those relationships um, last a lifetime. I can tell you that I am personally friends with many of the social workers uh, from back in 2006, when I started in uh, sales and marketing, you know, I, some of the very first social workers I ever worked with, I'm still very good friends with those relationships have been lifelong relationships. And so you're absolutely right, Linda, um, right on point with that. And, and just, um, again, for the, the administrators, the executive directors that are out there, you know, don't ever underestimate the, um, 
ability that you have to be able to um, empower and mentor your managers and folks that you're with, you know, whether it's just for, you know, five minutes, you know, and, and overseeing many buildings and having hundreds of people that would report to me, I never got stuff done in my office outside of, again, the work that we're talking about or data entry or accounting and those types of things. Everything was always out there with folks. And it doesn't, your, your meeting doesn't have to be something so structured and, and so regimented. Uh, you can always have those key points, but still do it in a, in a backdrop that your team members are gonna flourish in. Or like that marketing person. You know, a lot of times, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna meet with my marketing individual because I know that they are not a sedentary person, I'll say, "What kind of shoes are you wearing right now?" Let's go outside, and and I laugh on this because I wear heels all the time too, but I stomp around in them. And so I'll be, "Let's go walk outside. Let's go. Let's go walk around the campus, and let's talk about these things." Because what I find is when we're out there walking and we're out there addressing it, we're taking in some nature and just discussing it that way, there's so much more creativity and cool things that come out of it, plus the energy and the exercise um, and, and just a, a change of scenery than if you're just sitting around in an office. And people used to love, they'd say, well, can, can, can I, like, can we meet and go walk and talk? And I was like, yeah. And that's how a lot of my stuff got done. And it was, it was great. So look at different ways that you can accomplish that. Get creative on it. Uh, be patient with them. Um, when you start to get them, when you really get them and, and understand you know, how they're hotwired, again, it's not that hard and they will not appear high maintenance or needy or anything like that. They're just excited about stuff or they encounter something that's really, really wild that they just have to share the story. Let them share it. You know, let them expound on it. That's all they want to do. It's, it's, pre it's pretty harmless. And again, the listening aspect is one of the greatest gifts that you can give to them as a leader. So perfect springboard into our song pick for the end of this podcast, uh, which is Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> so Great song. If you have questions, comments, always feel free to call us. Uh, Tiffany Harding and Linda Saunders at Serious Census. The number is 614-582-6733. Again, that's 614-582-6733. And we look forward to our next program and seeing you, talking with you soon. Take care now. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on All from my city, all from my home We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone I got that sunshine in my pocket Got that good soul in my feet I feel that hot blood in my body But when it drops, ooh 